Welcome to the Elite Professionals in Coaching Podcast, hosted by Chris Aird, business owner and CEO of With Purpose, bringing you leadership, growth ideas, mindset transformation, and strategic information for the entrepreneurs, business owners, and community leaders. You will be encouraged, educated, and empowered to develop your people, implement your processes, and increase your income. Now get ready to listen to the newest episode of the Epic Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Epic Podcast. My name is Chris, and it is my pleasure to host you. Uh, throughout the day, I'm also a business and leadership consultant, as well as the business owner. You know, just over the past uh, weekend, um, I came across a video that was uh, going around Facebook. I think people have seen this before. This was the first time that I had seen it. And um, it was about, the idea was, was suicide. Um, but what really got to me was this video was of a young man uh, in his teenage years, is, is my assumption. And um, it was all about him um, jumping off the Golden Gate Bridge and surviving. And more importantly, there were some things around that that I want to talk about today because I think that ultimately we all as, as a human being, as, as a person, as an employee, as a business owner, as a coworker, husband, wife, daughter, son, you name it, neighbor, um, people are looking to be valued. People are looking to be accepted. They're looking to be um, validated, um, not only their actions, but their words. And again, we need to set some parameters, but that's not going to happen in this podcast. What I want to talk about is, is today is taking a moment. Um, when we take a moment, we, we, we take a break from what we're currently doing and, and we stop. You've, you've heard the statement, um, you know, smell the roses along the way, right? That's taking a moment. Um, but people want to, people want to be valued today. And, uh, yes, we want to be paid, but I'm really quickly finding out over the past, uh, decade or more that, that in value, it goes beyond the paycheck. And you can go back and listen to previous podcasts and you've talked to me, all right, you've heard me talk about statistics and all of that. But here's really what it boils down to. Uh, we all have friends on Facebook and we're all connected um, through the internet and through social media. But how many of us are really like connected to know that someone cares about us? So I want us to take a moment. Um, and, and in this video, um, it was really about people around him not being engaged. In fact, um, he was uh, sat in a crowded bus crying his eyes out, he said, hoping that someone would ask him these following questions, quote, hey, kid, are you okay? Kid, is there something wrong? Can I help? Those basic questions. He even says that he walked up to the bus driver, hoping that the bus driver would see his pain. <laughs> bus driver stopped and said, hey, you're either on or you're off on the Golden Gate Bridge. And people were giving him the thumb to get off and all of that. It's, he wanted to be valued. He wanted to be validated. He wanted someone to ask him more than, hey, how are you? Um, and in all of that, he really said that he thought that no one cared. Now, 
he had someone, and I want you to watch the video. We'll have the link um, on our social media for you. But I want you to watch the video because he even talked about how his dad said, I love you in parting words. I love you. Be careful. But that was because he talked his dad into knowing or, or confirming that everything was okay. He convinced his dad that he was okay. So I was watching this video, and it's interesting because it came off over the weekend. It came off the heels of a conversation that I had had previously, just a couple days before that, with a client. Um, and it was because of this. I'm, I've got some leadership development going for a few clients of ours. And I've really been asking them to go beyond the superficial question, hey, how are you? Or how are you doing? Or how are things? More often than not, you're going to get what response? Right, good. I'm good. Everything's good. Everything's okay. Okay, fine. What what does that mean? What does it mean to be okay? What does it mean to be good? And so as I'm doing this training, um, I'm really developing people to ask more than yes or no questions or to get that superficial answer. Part of it is based upon a relationship as well. That needs to be built. But even in the in the minute of, of things, we can learn to practice simple, more developed questions that really get a little bit more of a better response. So back to this client. Um, she's been with the company for five, eight years in various positions. Um, all of them been in leadership positions. And I had and challenged them a couple of weeks ago to ask more of the in-depth questions, to, to have a series of questions lined up that go from uh, basically how are you or how good are you to um, finding out some some more interesting things to really see if they would open up. And in this challenge, she shared with, with all of us on the call last week that she recognized that she really didn't know people. In fact, here are some things, and I, I jotted this down for us. When she was asking people questions more than how they're doing, here were some of the results. She thought, she shared with us that people thought she was leaving, something was wrong, or that she was sick. I mean, that was that was the response that she's like, she said to us that people were asking her, why are you asking so many questions or why these types of questions? Is something wrong? Are you sick? You know, are you leaving? Is this your last day or you got two weeks in? And she realized, she quickly realized, she said, that even though she had worked alongside of them, she didn't know them. Even though she had worked alongside of them seven, eight years, she didn't know her coworkers. Now, that's up to us. It's also up to them. I get that. But if we're going to talk about leadership development, and there's going to be some things that we talk about here, um, you really have to be uh, of great concern for people. They're your biggest asset, whether they're as a family member, as a coworker, as an employee, as a community person. People are people. There, there's a reason why they're in our life. We may not know it right now directly or indirectly, but there is a reason why they bring, they bring something to us. Um, people bring to me what in a, in essence, I may or may not be knowing that I need, or I'm looking for. In fact, I get great value out of working with, with the clients that we have. And I've, I'm told that they get great value in reciprocation of that. So out of, out of, the thousands of people that I have had the pleasure and the privilege of working alongside 
um, people would say that they've worked for me or I've worked with them. I've worked alongside them, and that's my approach. They've been a part of all different various ages. Um, and, and here are some takeaways that have helped me not only engage people a little bit better, um, but listen, not just hear them, but listen. And by doing that, I've been able to have deeper, more thought-provoking conversations. Um, I've been a part of people's lives that have had concerns with their own life as well as their relationships or um, their work or maybe ethics or integrity. And all of this remains confidential with me. So there are things that have been shared with me that probably very few people know. Um, and I don't say this by like, say, look at me. I'm saying this to you because I'm hoping that you'll have a pad of paper and a pencil or a pen, your tablet open, because I want to give you some, some, some thought provoking ideas, some key ideas, some key takeaways. Um, that you can share. And as you're writing this down, think about how you can implement them in your own life and in your own interaction. So here's the first one, listening. Folks, it goes beyond hearing. Um, we've been given two great ears. Uh, we need to listen. We need to use both of them. You've heard the analogy, two ears, one mouth, which means we need to do double the listening versus the talking. And so, you know, when we talk about listening, there's a lot to it. Um, it's it's about being engaged and interactive, but really it's, and in today's culture where we have, we have phones and, and things that can distract us, let me, let me share this with you. When we're listening to someone, show them that you're listening. Turn away from whatever it is that you're doing and face them. Face them and make eye contact. This is something that used to be done years ago, but we've lost that art um, or that portion of the art of listening. So uh, face them, maintain eye contact, put some of those distractions away, put all of them away actually. But whatever you're doing, um, just kind of shift over to, to the left or the right so that you're focused on that individual. So the first one is listening and, and that really is about facing them and maintaining contact, eye contact. Um, number two, give someone your full attention without speaking. I know, I know. It might be easier said than done sometimes because we want to input wisdom or what we think is wisdom. But really, if people, if we really want to be intentional with people, we've got to let them talk to us without us speaking, without us piping in, without us, you know, some people interrupt um, or they just have to, you know, they've, their, their mind works that way. That's a discipline. We're, we have to work on that. Um, so that's the second one. Number three, go ahead and provide feedback, but here's the important thing. Provide feedback when you have permission, when you have permission. A lot of times people will find me asking them if I have permission to give them a response. And it really just sounds something like this. Hey, listen, you know what? I've been listening. Are you okay if I give you an opinion, are you okay if if I share with you something that I know about this situation? Are would you be open to me providing whatever? I'm asking for permission. I'm wanting to make sure that they're just not asking me to listen and respond, or that I need to get that. I need to get that full understanding of what it is that they need for me. Now, am I always perfect with it? No, but I'm I'm aspiring to be perfect with that. I, I'm trying to be intentional and in that moment so that I am asking for that and, and getting that um, that permission granted. And here's another thing I would say. 
when people are talking to you and you're listening and you're being open with them, don't judge. Don't judge. Imagine that that kid's story would have changed if someone on the bus would have just said, hey, what's wrong? Are, are you okay? You're crying. I mean, how many often times do we see someone crying on a bus or in the workplace, let alone a guy versus a woman. And it's not to say that guys aren't supposed to cry. I'm just saying that this is what, if we see someone showing emotion, our first response should be that of concern, making sure that they're okay, making sure that um, if there is something that we can provide them, that they have the resources in us, in our workplace, in our relationships, right? So, you know, um, so that was the four things at this moment. Listen, face people, uh, maintain eye contact, eye contact, be intentional. Second, give someone your full attention without speaking. Third, provide feedback when you have permission. Fourth, don't judge. A couple of years ago, I don't know, I had this little mean streak or um, uh, uh, a glimmer of wisdom. I don't know what it was. I'm going to go with a glimmer of wisdom. And I happened to um, be shopping at a local grocery store. And I just was in this, I don't know, this this test mode, if you will. And so I, I had seen this previously before. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to test something out. And I, I put myself, my uh, items on the conveyor belt. And I Re, I get up to the um, the ATM pad where the cashier is just literally kind of like a robot, just pushing things through. Didn't lift her eyes up at me. Didn't lift her head up. Didn't ask me anything either. And so I just said, good morning. How are you? And she says, oh, I'm sorry. I'm good. How are you? And I said, well, you know, I'm okay. It's been kind of a rough day. Her response to me was, oh, I'm glad to hear that wait, what? You're glad to hear that? Like she wasn't even paying attention. She was focused on her job. Now I get that. I get that. I get that. But I also have met cashiers that have had on full conversations with me as I give them whatever information. So here's here was the test. I started to do this with others. And there was this one particular situation where I did that. Basically the same context, the same conversation took place. And I was really a little amazed because I said, did you, did you hear me? And she said, oh yeah, you said you weren't, you weren't, you were having a rough day. And this isn't my therapy session at a a local grocery store. So don't get me wrong on this. What I'm saying is, is this has now been brought into businesses. This has been, I've heard this conversation between a client and a customer. I've heard this between coworkers. I've heard this between, um, a business owner and a vendor. I've heard these things and people wash it off as it's a, just, if I can give you the good response, then I'm good. It's, um, I don't even know what to call it, but it just satisfies something that I've done my due part, my due diligence, that I asked that person and it was their response and it was their, it had to been their uh, responsibility to tell me what's going on with them. Now, I can't speak to the grocery store cashier, but I can speak to this within families, within community, within business owners and, and employees and coworkers. This should not be the norm. I just shared with you someone who talked about how she had worked with employees for seven, eight years and it worked alongside of them, but didn't know them. 
someone who was reaching out asking if someone wouldn't just mind asking them, hey, are you okay, kid, on a bus? This is systemic. This is this is a this is a problem that we are so concerned with who we are as a person that we may not be concerned with the whole individual as a team, right? So I want to encourage us here as I as I wrap up this podcast today, this episode, to find ways to um, to break down walls. In fact, um, I came across this quote, Simon Sinek. This is he's quoted as saying this: "Leadership is not being in charge. Leadership is not being in charge. It's about leading those in your charge. So if that's the case, and I believe that it is, you are responsible for the way in which people feel under your care. You are responsible in finding out who they are and what makes them tick, how they want to be groomed, how they want to." be promoted in life, let's say, not necessarily in the workplace. Um, Find out ways um, to see what their strengths and their weaknesses are. If that's what leadership is, and I believe that it is, then it is our right, it's our responsibility, it's our privilege to take care of those people in our care. We would do the same thing with children. Why would we not do that with employees or coworkers? Why do we not do that with other family members or people in community? So let me encourage us again to break down the walls. Break down these walls and stop creating unintentional tension. Stop it. The the, the only way that things are going to change is if we change as an individual. And once we start promoting that change, we then start to create an atmosphere of organizational cultural change. And that's where things really start to happen. I'm telling you, it's happened with every single one of our clients. We've been able to take one person that has been uh, a cheerleader for the cause, if you will, and they've been able to help other individuals that have now created a culture and the change of the team. Now the organization has changed. Now the mindset is different. Now the communication is different. Now we're connecting. Now we're helping out our vendors and our other clients and our customers, and we're helping out those people, and they're helping out their vendors. You see, there's a chain reaction. It starts with one, one person. That's who it starts with. It starts with me. And, and, and as much as I want to be helping more and more people, it's got to start with you, the listener, that says, I want that. I want that change. I don't want to be the person on the, but, on the bus that says, I could have done something about it. I don't want to be the person in my organization that says, how did I not know my coworkers? I work alongside of them, but I don't know them. Figure out ways to communicate and connect with them. Identify and empower them to then discover their potential. That's that's the privilege that we have here with Purpose is to help people tap into untapped potential. It's a beautiful thing. And then what we get to do, kind of like I've done on this episode, is share success stories from, you can do this as well, from either yourself or other people that you've either mentored or you know. And then what we get to do is we get to build them up. That's what this is all about. This idea of taking a moment is about building up other people. And we can only do that when we're intentional, when we're creating space and awareness to build into them, to pour into them, to empower them. But here's the catch. This all sounds great, fun, and dandy, right? But the last thing that I want to encourage us to do is what takes the most time. And it's probably maybe the most stressful. And yet it's 
It's the most problematic and the most rewarding. And here's what this little thing is. It's about being consistent. It's about being consistent. I just don't say one thing to one person, not build on that and think that I've done my job. I've not. I need to be consistent. I need to continue to cultivate those relationships like I would do with my spouse or my children. I just don't, something's not born out of a relationship and then let it be on its own. We can't do that in the workplace. We can't do that in community. We shouldn't. And if we're doing it, we need to stop it. And I think that that is part of some of the concerns and the challenges that we have in today is we're not consistent with moving things in the right direction, moving the team in the right direction. So let me ask you this. What kind of questions are you asking people? Are you asking every day just how they're doing or, you know, did they have a great weekend? Whatever the case might be, questions that would technically respond to with a yes or a no or good or fine or okay, one word, two, maybe five word simple sentences? Or are we really truly being intentional to find out who they are, what makes them tick, what their potentials are, or what their untapped potential is? Let me say this. Your life matters. My life matters. There's a purpose. There's a purpose of why you're here. There's a purpose of why you're listening. So your life matters. My life matters. Your emotions, your future matters. My emotions, my future matters. And so does the lives, the emotions, the future of everybody around you. They all, they all matter. What is your priority? Is it people? Well, you've heard me say it on this podcast. There's three, three pillars that any business is built on. People, processes, and profit. People first. People first. And with purpose, our number one priority is people. Internally, with, with the employees that I have, number one priority is people. I want to show them value. I want them to know that they're valued at the end of the day. I want to, not because I want to hear that, but because I want them to reciprocate that because they work for a company, a business that is about people first. It's our number one priority is people. So that's internally. Externally, it's our community. It's with our clients. It's with our vendors. We want to know that people matter. Um, our, our statement here is, at with purpose, we have a heart for people, a mind for business, a heart for people. That's the emotional aspect of it, right? And then the mind is the intellect for business. So it's always people first. And I want to encourage you to make it about people first. Everything else will come, but we've got to get the people thing first. So as you walk through the halls, as you're on the phone, as you're doing Zoom conference calls, or wherever, however you're communicating with people, however you're listening, please be intentional. Listen. Give them your utmost attention. Find out what makes them tick. Find out ways that you can be a partner with them in life, a partner with them in business, a partner with them in their journey um, to make sure that they get the most out of life, that they are living 
their purpose. It's been my privilege to host you today. I thank you so much for listening uh, to this episode of Epic. I look forward to hearing from you, having you share your thoughts with me on social media or via email or a phone call. And again, it's my name is Chris, and it has been my pleasure to serve you. Make it about people today. Make it about yourself. Make it about others. Make it a great day and live with purpose. Thank you for listening to the Elite Professionals in Coaching podcast. If you want to stay in the forefront with business strategies and ideas, leadership conversations, tips, and empowerment, be sure to like and subscribe to this podcast and then share with your friends and fellow business owners. For more information about With Purpose and their services, visit www.withpurposellc.com.